too many bears, a lot of sports. You listen to Pass the Mic with Nucci, Quasi, and Step Boy. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of Pass the Mic. It's March 8th, 2018. All right. Uh, great, exciting show today. Uh, first and foremost, like we're going to bring back our uh, one of our old guests, Rick Carter. Woo! Uh, Ex-assistant coach for DePaul University, Xavier, Michigan State, uh, currently running his own app called uh, Spotter EDU. Um, and then after that, we'll get into some Chicago sports talk, wrap it up with some Chicago sports talk, onions and raisins. So it was like a, you know, cover the NCAA tournament, basically, uh, most of the episode. Uh, anyway, without further ado, let's bring in Coach Carter. Hey, uh, Coach. What up, Coach? What up, though? Yeah, How are you guys doing all right? Yeah, yeah. we're, yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. How are you doing? You know what? If, if I complain, no one's going to listen. I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> How was Syracuse? Syracuse was awesome. We're yeah. working on some stuff out there. We're doing a little bit of piloting out there because we're going to take our um, app and we're going to do it full time for schools. We're going to do attendance recording for professors and like entire universities because of a Title IV thing. So yeah, it's been cool. But a unique experience for sure. Cool. Yeah, I think we want to, you know. Yeah. So you you want to talk about the app a little bit and tell us exactly what it is? Yeah, we can for sure. You want to do that now? Or you want to do that later? Well, let's do it right now. Why don't we start yeah, off with that? Yeah, let's start off with that. All right. Cool. Um, so the app started off as a classroom checking out for student athletes, and we use uh, Bluetooth, Bluetooth devices that the athletes' phones pair with only during class. So like we're not tracking them 24/7, 365. We're only looking for them during their class period, just like a normal class checker would. So obviously that's been a success at a couple of schools. A lot of people are having great results. In four years, we haven't had a client leave, so everything's been going good. Well, what's the name of the app? Just so that you know, all the listeners know about it. It's called Spotter EDU. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you can find it on any, like, Apple phone. You can find it on Galaxies, all that kind of stuff. Just go to your app store and you can download it. It really won't do much for you unless your school is using it. But, yeah, it's cool. Okay. How did you come up with the idea? Oh, God. This is a great story, actually. I was out recruiting. So, I was at the University of Missouri. And that's how I recruited a student athlete. I won't name his name, but when I got to his place... He was skipping class, and I was also in charge of a locker room project at Missouri at the time. I'll kind of explain that in a second. But his high school coach was actually the class that I was going to his teacher when he was skipping. So it became this big ordeal. I ended up leaving, and obviously I was upset. But I had to go down to the University of Michigan to see their locker room because they just got a new one. And when I got in there, they had iPads in every locker. And Travis Conlon, who used to play at Michigan, was ironically saying to me, like, yeah, you know, like we put our scouting reports on these iPads, and if the scouting reports, you know, if they lose the iPad, we can find, we can use the Find My iPad app to, um, you know, find the iPad or delete it, and it hit me for class checking right there. I'm like, wait a minute, so you can do class checking with those things? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you could find the iPad if they have it on them and do class checking. And he was like, well, yeah, I guess so. And that's how the whole thing came about. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, ironically enough, the first (laughs) – this is too much. The first school that used it, the kid that was skipping class that I was recruiting, Uh ended up getting kicked out of school because he wasn't supporting the class on Spotter. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You signed up for the app? What's that? No, I can't do that because if I said that, like that person would be totally given away. So we can't do that at all. Absolutely not. No chance. But that—that's one way that you know that the app definitely worked at that point. (laughs) Oh, it's—I mean, it's one of those things where it's been great because it isn't intrusive. You know what I mean? It isn't violating their rights by any means. Just because it's only—they're only looking to connect to the Bluetooth signal when they're in class. It's the same thing as a human being there, but they're not. You know, but we can check at 24. We can check it for 100% of the class, and no one else can really do that. If a human goes, they're not going to stay there and look and watch to see if the student athlete is there the whole time. They're going to be there for 10 minutes and leave, then the kid can leave. So, yeah, it's been good. It's been a good. It's been working. So that's great. So, do you like? Are you trying to like get, basically, sell this to universities or get them to use it? Like, how do you? uh, Are you trying to promote it? So, So yeah, right now we have. We have eight universities full-time for just athletics, but then we also have a school that's using it for their entire university, and we're about to branch off into that more, so now professors are using it. So Title IV initiative is basically 
people that go to school on, and get Pell Grants, they have to go to class. Well, there's a lot of universities where people will go and never show up and get that money, and then the university will get fined for it because they've never been to a class. So our attendance recorded app can actually record that as well, too, so that they know, wait a minute, we can't give these kids these money. They haven't been going. So that's kind of our next market, so it's pretty cool. Cool. Nice. Wow. Wow, that is uh, that's very exciting. That's a very cool app. I saw you guys are on Twitter, yeah. so I'll give you a follow. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> the show will show you some love, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Appreciate it. So what else you guys got going on? Obviously, it's the NCAA tournament time. You guys got to be a little bit excited, right? Oh, yeah. You got good stuff. We're, we're, we're pumped. Loyola's uh, in the tournament. Yeah, Loyola's in the tournament. Loyola's in the tournament, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little, little hometown Killer. love there. Was that, was that a surprise to you, or did you see that coming? Uh, not at all. Porter Mosher's been a great coach forever, and obviously, like, Rick Majerus was such a legend of the game, and that's who he learned from. And, like, he really understands how to build a program. I mean, he, Rick Majerus was the king at it, and he's like a mini version of him. I mean that in a great way. But he's done a phenomenal job. He's recruited the right way. He's got great kids, and he's also taken some good transfers. Like, Clay Custer's a phenomenal player. And they got him at that level when he left Iowa State. That was a steal. Like, we were trying to get him at Xavier. So, yeah, that was – it's awesome. Like, yeah, I, does not surprise me at all. So, yeah. so how far do you think they're going in the tourney? They're going to beat someone. Like, whoever gets him in the first round, like, watch out. Because the thing about him is, like, he has it. Like, Porter has this chip on his shoulder, like, and the kids play with it. Like, wait a minute. Like, don't disrespect us. We're actually better than you think. It's like when I coached AAU, you find a team that would, like, overachieve – and you couldn't believe it. You're like, oh, my God, like, how's this team beating us? But they're good. Like, they're a team, and their coach has a chip on his shoulder, so it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, they have a great win against uh, Florida as well. Uh, where do you, I mean, where do you see them ranked? I've I, I seen, like, about 12 or so. Is that about right? Was it 12 seed? Yeah. I mean, you'd think they would have to be. I mean, they won their conference outright. That's true. And then they went and they won the tournament. So, like, they could be a little bit higher. Maybe they give them a 10. It, you know how that works. Like, every committee is different. And you just don't know until the, like, parents are out exactly what they value. Because I don't know. Like, is there a quadrant win this year? Like, I don't even know what a quadrant win is, just to let everyone know. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> and, I, like, I coached in college basketball for this year, until this year, and quadrant wins make no sense to me. Like, you can't beat Michigan State and beat Notre Dame when they were at their best. But now it's not a quadrant one win. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, that's just irrational. I, I don't understand any of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, and, it, like, and tomorrow can be different. It, it's only because the sun came up and the wind blew in a different direction. And we got nine different quadrants. Like, who got the wins? I have no idea. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm definitely uh, picking Loyola to win. I think uh, one of my buddy's schools that I, I always pick the the schools that my my friends went to, uh, like Bucknell, I believe, Bucknell, got yeah, in. Yeah, well, Bucknell yeah. beat Kansas. Oh, that, believe yeah. me. Yeah, that's all he, ta that's all he talks about <laughs> ever is how Bucknell beat Kansas. <laughs> Like eight years ago, <laughs> uh, who, who are like some of your teams, like top teams? I guess, like who do you see? Like obviously the seeds are not out yet. Who are your like four top uh, top number one seeds basically? I mean, I think one seeds. I mean, I'm biased, obviously. Like Virginia, I think is going to get a one seed. Like Kyle Guy's done a phenomenal job out there. Like yep. as a sophomore, you know what I mean? Like leading their scoring, like. It really, Virginia can score, and they can also be all that they can defend. So, like, they obviously have to beat one. I think Baker and Villanova, I think they'll end up beating the championship game in the Big East. But I don't think it really matters. I think both of them have shown that they're one seeds. Like, Chris Mack's done a great job. Obviously, J.P. McCure, like, carries him an energy. And Trayvon Blue's a pro. Like, he can score anywhere on the court. So, like, you got those three. And then the fourth one, I think, is up near. Like, I would go with Michigan State, but that's just me. Like, I'm biased. I went there. <laughs> yeah. so, like, well, I'll tell you this much. Right now, we're looking at uh, the ESPN projections for the, the the number one seeds. You got three out of the four. It's Virginia, Virginia, Xavier, Villanova, and they got Kansas in there. I'm surprised about Kansas. The Big Twelve doesn't do much for me, I mean, and it never has. And I'm a bad person because it's a great league. But like, let's just be honest. Like, Kansas can't win 14 in a row, and we keep preaching that it's a great league. Sooner or later, they wouldn't fucking win. Like, yeah. let's just be honest. You know Shots what I mean? Like, it's fired. really not that competitive. <laughs> but no, like, I'm just being, like, the dude at Texas Tech's a great coach. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a, Chris Beard is a yeah. great coach. He's a great coach. He's phenomenal. And he's going to do great things at Texas Tech, and that's good. But, like, everyone else, like, okay, Texas, like, let's get it together. Like, it's about time. Shaka, like, Havoc, let's go. 
Like, you should be causing havoc. You were supposed to be beating them by now. Yeah, there's no Bruce reason. Roberts came out. There's no reason why Texas should be an 11 seed right now. That's yeah, they should they should be better. You're you're right about that. And if the league was that great, like you don't, no offense, Oklahoma wouldn't have lost all those games. Well, you can say, well, no, the league's that good. That's why they lost. No, Oklahoma's just not that good. Yeah. Like that's why they lost. Like if you're that good, you don't lose that many games in a row. That's true. That's very very true. true. So who's the uh, Cinderella sleeper team? You think is going to go deep? Wow, see, that's it. That's a good question. Um, I, I, I'd suggest to Wichita State to these guys earlier. The Shockers. Wichita State. I mean, you, if you, you could, are you going to throw Cincinnati in there then because they're in the same league? Yeah, that is true. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, like, that's, my, I mean that's my problem. I, I, I don't disagree, but I think they're now in a league where you can't really say that's a surprise. It's like, they're supposed to do that. I mean, Loyola, Loyola could string some wins together. They could. Like, they have a good team. They have, they have balance. They have guys that can shoot. They have great coaching. You know, if they commit to defending, they'll be great. You know, like. What about, what about a team score. like Nevada or Rhode Island in there, too? Well, well, I mean, honestly, you just named two of the toughest human beings that I know. Like, <laughs> Eric Musselman and Danny Hurley. Like, Danny Hurley, by far one of my, my favorite. When I was at Fairfield, I went to his practice when he was in high school, and I left impressed. Like, that dude's a machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they have a chance. And he has tough kids, man. They're good. They're well coached. So, yeah, it's a good call. Yeah. And that's yeah. the same way that Musselman is. Like, they have players better than their level. What, what about teams that are a little more disappointing this season? Um, teams like, you know, powerhouse teams like Kentucky. Right now, that they got them projected as, like, a number six seed. Um, you know, so like Houston. I, you know, I don't know what you think about University of Houston here, but they got them projected as like a seven, eight seed. Um, some of those, you know, do you think any of these uh, teams that have been disappointing all year can pick it up in the tournament, or uh, you think they're gonna? I mean, it's interesting because we just went a whole podcast. We haven't brought up Duke yet. But think about it, like Duke's not disappointing, but we're also not talking about Duke, so that's a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Because we should be. Like Grayson Allen's had a great year. Now he's been surrounded by some freshmen. Like Bagley's been hurt a little bit, but let's I mean, between Aiden and Bagley, I don't know if there's two better players to be in a class than maybe Hakeem and Jordan. Like those two dudes are really good. I mean we always you know, just we always just save Duke for last. We have, <laughs> we have to talk about Duke. Oh no, but I'm just saying like okay, but so I would say that that like but I'm gonna you leave it in the Kentucky. Kentucky's yeah. problem is, is they don't really have a senior that can mesh them together. Yeah. Right? Like, they've been they've, – normally he gets it to work. Yeah, and this year they just haven't been able to mesh, it seems like. They just all didn't click, you know what I mean? So now they're going to kind of go their separate ways to bring in another class, and it'll probably work. But Duke's found a way to make it work. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So is Grayson Allen going to bookend his uh, college career – Freshman championship, senior championship. You know, um, I don't know if he has that in him. I, I wish I could say he did. I don't think he can hit the shot. You know, Grayson Allen gets a lot of wide open shots and heads of games to win them, and he hasn't made them yet. And I think that's Dude, been the difference. Clutch. That, that's interesting. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. I think you need now. Now, and Grayson has too. it in him. <laughs> But Grayson has an income. So, like, the other thing you could look at is I said it the other night about Max Struess in the DePaul game. I was like, they better get this kid a shot, and I think he's going to hit it. And the reason I did is because he – yeah, but he got a game – he missed he missed a game-tying shot for Xavier. And I think that builds character in people if they continue to shoot it. So I say that about Grayson. Like, it is a prime time for him to step up and do that. Like, if he does, I mean, he's going to be a top-15 pick. If he doesn't, he's probably going to be late first-round, second-round. You know, mm-hmm. like – but it's that yeah, it's definitely his tournament to dance in. So uh, talking about talking about picks and uh, going going pro, you know what do you? I, I'm predicting that the Bulls will probably here get like a top three uh, draft pick or top five draft pick this next year. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, because <laughs> they're you know they're we're, they're doing the uh, unspeakable word tanking. But uh, who, yeah. who, who do you? Uh, yeah. Who do you think – who should they be going after? Who is the strongest candidate coming out of the college class right now into the pros? The other thing I would say is this real quick about the whole tanking thing. Yeah. 
I think everyone's on board because if you're a coaching staff and they're going to give you another year and you're making the salaries that they're making, you're going to tank too. Yeah. You're going to yeah. say, yeah, I'll take another $3 million to coach another year. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I don't, I'm going to get fired. So, yeah, this is cool. Like, we're all on board. So good luck fixing that problem. Like, right. you're extending someone's life who's making a ton of money. No one's going to say no to that. But a- absolutely. it depends plus, where the Bulls had the pick. Go ahead. I was saying, oh, plus it's also – Hard to argue that you're tanking when you're benching Justin Holiday <laughs> and Robin Lopez. <laughs> <Lopez. laughs> good, good point. That's that's fair. But I would say if you can get if you're the number one pick, I don't think there's you have to take eight. I, I mean, he's a he's a key. He's a friend. Yeah, I think he's a mix between a team and David Robinson. He's like a franchise wow. center. So even if Jordan comes after him, and I'm not saying that Hakeem was, but, but it's okay. Like you're not going to get ridiculed for it. It's not Sam Bowie. Like he's not going to fail. He just does too many things. What about uh, Bagley? That would be the next one. See, like, I think he's a mini version of Kevin Garnett. I just don't know if he has it in him. Like I, I mean, I think he has it, but I don't know if he has it. Like Kevin Garnett was a dog now. Like that dude was very hungry. You know, like he played extremely hard all the time. Yeah. One guy I actually like more than uh, Bagley is uh, from your school, Jaron Jackson. Yeah, Jaron has a – you know who Jaron's going to end up being like is Al Horford. He's one of – now, Al stayed a little bit longer, but if Al would have left after his freshman year like he could have uh, – I'm sorry, after his sophomore year like he could have, you were like, ah, who is this guy? But then he stayed one more, you know, he was even better. It might have been junior, senior, but my I mean, point I mean, is – Al's a solid player, but I'm, I'm hoping for like a higher ceiling than that, honestly, with the top <laughs> five picks. He'll be – no, no, I agree, but Al was the number two pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. true. <laughs> I mean, Al Horford, I mean, yeah, was, Al Horford was the yeah. highest played NBA player. Like, that's insane. But yeah. my point with Jared's going to be is like, you're looking at him and what you see right now. But when Al came out of college, he didn't think he was going to be the Al, Al Horford he is now. Jared's going to be the same way, but he's just more skilled. Like, he can shoot to three. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Coach, just going back to DePaul real quick, I think you mentioned Max Schuess and DePaul. Uh, uh, there's been a lot of talk on Twitter today uh, on the score as well about like the athletic director and like you know fans being disappointed. Like the article just came out in the Tribune. Uh, some thoughts on that? I mean, I think it's a really tough situation, and, and I mean, I think it's a tough situation because of this. When we got hired at DePaul. I mean, statements were made that basically we were going to win right away. Right. But I don't think the coaching staff at that point in time, in our minds, thought that. We were thinking that we were coming into a rebuilding project. Like, remember, I'm coming from Xavier, where we, they weren't very good, right? Like, Dave was coming from Tulsa. He didn't view them as a great team. So our expectations were to rebuild, and then this really being our first year. Not saying the kids that we were coaching were bad kids, but... You're trying to bring your own kids in. Under like you're recruiting them. Like what you're looking for in them is what you value. You didn't recruit these kids, so they might value something different. Good, bad, or different, another coaching staff recruited them. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah, so the fan base got built up like we were gonna win right away and like it was by the I mean it didn't take us two days to know that we weren't gonna be winning right away. Yeah. And absolutely. now they're in a situation where they're looking back and saying, Well now we're in a rebuild. Well, hold on. You can't say that because at some point in time you made a bad decision. You know, you either made a you can't now say, Oh, well, we have good kids and we're gonna rebuild in the future. Well then that means back when you said that Is we it, were supposed to win right away, you made a bad decision. Right. One or the other has to happen. It can't be both ways. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You have to pick a direction. I mean you think and I think and I think that's, that's, that's where the thing, or no? What's that? You think Ponsetto is this is this is it for her? Yeah, I don't think so. No, I, I hope not. But she's she's in it for all the right reasons. It's just there's just been a, a level of miscommunication, mm-hmm. and the fan base is extremely upset, as everyone can see. And I think probably people within the university are upset. And it's like anything. Absolutely. Let's open lines of communication and have both sides talk. Like, and that's how it's going to get resolved. And it's really sad because who's really being hurt in this whole process is the Paul men's basketball. Because the recruiting base, if you're looking at this, it's not a positive. Right. Like, there's not one thing that can be going on right now that's a positive. No one's saying, oh, my God, look at this on Twitter. I'm going to go to DePaul. And that's the <laughs> thing because, like, well, no, it is because, like, the kids deserve better who are there, who chose the school for the right reasons. The fan base deserves better, and the coaching staff deserves better because no one wants that. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So, like, everyone just needs to kind of relax, come together, come up with a game plan, because both sides are kind of right, if that makes sense. Right. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, it's got to happen one way or another. I mean, I don't think that anybody, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think that Loyola looked really, for a time, like a, a good recruiting base of a place to go play basketball, but they're in the tournament now, so they kind of turned it around. For sure, but here's my point. What you can't say is you can't sit here and say now that you're going to be Loyola and you have great kids, and from this point moving forward, you're going to rebuild. Where two years prior, you told your fan base that you were going to win right away. Yeah, right. Because you know who suffers for that? It's Dave Plato, and that's not fair. Because the fan base is killing him because they were saying, oh, you were supposed to win two years ago. Well, now you have good kids. Why are you there? And that's not fair to him. Because that was what she said. That's not what he said. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and like, that's where kind of, like, sooner or later, somebody has to come out and say something. Like, it's not like, yeah, we believe in Dave. It's like, no, listen, we didn't have good expectations before. We're on a great track now because he's a great head coach, and he's a great mentor to these kids. Like, that's okay. Like, we made a mistake. Like, we were wrong two years ago. Big deal. Everyone would be happy there. But when you won't comment on it, then people get upset. It's what our president does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's what the, I mean, it's insane. It's why everyone gets mad at him. Uh, you're hitting the nail on the head. Um, switching topics here just a uh, little bit. As you can see, I've had a lot of time off. You know, <laughs> I need to watch the news now, so I'm a little more educated. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, well, go, going into another thing. Uh, what what are your feelings on you know the talk of paying the players, paying college players? I mean, I think it would be great. I just, I mean, I think any avenue you do down, you have roadblocks. You know, so you obviously just can't talk flat out pay them because of rebel, like because then they're not amateurs anymore. But you also have Title Nine, so whatever you, if they're going to be amateurs and they're going to be in college, whatever you pay men, you have to pay women equally, which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But people forget, like that goes for every sport. Like wh- whoever's on scholarship, it's equal down the middle, and they all get the same. Yeah, so that's, that's a good point. You can't like, just pay basketball and football players. I guess you're right. Yeah. You're right. Title Nine doesn't allow it. So now you go, okay, we're going to go to the Olympic model. And you can look at the Olympic model in a couple of ways, but really the only way the Olympic model is going to work for them to get paid is then they can make money off their likeness. Right. All right, that sounds great. Title IX doesn't affect the Olympic model. You either choose to go pro or you come to college and you have to stay for three years. However, if you're going to let them make money off their likeness, that means you're going to be able to get scholarships. Everyone wants to act like the NCAA is paying all these coaches money or their colleges are. That's not where they're making their money. Coaches make their money from Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. They pay three-quarters of their contract. They outfit the whole school in gear, and they make it a Nike school. The football coach and the basketball coach are making all this money. That's not coming from the NCAA's billion dollars they get. Hmm. So now, if you do that, if I'm Nike or Adidas, uh, here's a full Nike school. Well, guess what? A kid can make money off his likeness. Now he's going to be wearing Under Armour shoes because they're his, like um, the ball kid, the young ball. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so how are you going to stop that? If I'm Nike, I'm not going to let that happen. Right. Because yeah. never, well, they do in the NBA. No, no, it's different. And the NBA or in soccer overseas, they're paying just for that team. Nike is outfitting the whole school. Yeah. So water polo, you're right, like soccer, equestrian. Yeah. Everyone's wearing Nike for free. So they're not going to continue to do that because they want that recognition. They want to be able to draw that kid in. So when one out of the whole school goes pro, they make all their money back. Huh. Yeah. So like you're just opening another can of worms by going down the Olympic path. Like you can't. That doesn't make any sense. Like that's that's insane, actually. Like. So it's just a, a whole lot more complicated than yeah, it actually that, seems. Yeah. There's a lot of different layers to it. Yeah, yeah, you brought up some really good points. I, I didn't even think about the fact that it's like, yeah, you're not just paying the football team. You're not just paying the basketball team. You're paying, like, the water polo. You're paying yeah. everyone. You know, soccer. Everyone's yeah. getting getting their cut. So that adds a whole sure. other layer that I don't think a lot of people think about because they just look and say, oh, it's basketball or oh, it's football. And no, it's exactly. all these other sports. And, and what kills me is, like, these TV personalities go on ESPN, and they like, oh, no, he's gonna, we're going to go to the Olympic model. So normal people think they've done research and they know what they're talking about. 
And now you have a hundred uneducated people spewing this nonsense who've never like dove into the issue and like the other one is this. Okay, labor laws. You start painting the players. You cannot discriminate someone. You can't discriminate. You cannot discriminate. Excuse me. Get that out. You cannot discriminate against someone for age, race, or gender. Okay, cool. If they're qualified for a job. So I play three years and I go pro. Now I'm in the NFL and I don't make it. I can go back and play in college to get paid because that's how I can make a living. It's a labor law. You can't discriminate against me because of my age. So now there is no more like, there is no more like college. There is no more four years of eligibility. And everyone's like, that'll never happen. It happened in the D League. In the D League, retired superstars came back and played, and they let them play to bring in fans because everyone wants to sell tickets. So what do you think is going to happen at the low major schools? Fuck yeah, I'm bringing Allen Iverson back. Huh. Oh man! Oh. Yeah, when nobody thinks about that. Just like that's awesome. That is, yeah, yeah, that's that's on like a whole other level. You've you've opened up the topic to just so many like different things that I know people aren't thinking about. So that's and, what that's what DePaul's got to do. DePaul <laughs> DePaul's got to start recruiting old vets. They'll bring McGuire back. Yeah, yeah Strickland. Yeah. He, want, he wants to be the head coach. He might as well just come back and play. He can do both. There you go, player that's coach. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Coach, before uh, we get out of here, uh, who's your pick for the NCAA tournament? I mean, I got to go Michigan State and Xavier in the finals. Yeah. That would just be great. That would be epic for me. Michigan uh, State and Xavier, that, those yeah. are two, two powerhouse. Well, and the, the, the two schools that he coached at. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 That, that, to me, that would be, be cool. Like, so I could get so the finals like, and I would okay. who, who are you rooting to win that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you had to pick a team. It's like pick your child. <laughs> you know that's a, you know what honestly that's a hard one because if you be like me rooting against my dad in coaching so in coaching like he's my mentor for sure and TJ's one of my best friends Kane's one of my best friends I coach Mike Darling's son in eighth grade that was my first job so like their staff I know really well but Xavier like I know the players like I recruited Shakey Makira like I was a part of Trayvon Blue's recruitment so those are kind of like my kids like I still talk to him and mentor him so it'd be one of those things that'd be a tough game for me like I, I mean. I would probably, I, I don't know, like, because Miles Bridges is from Flint, I'm from Grand Blank, they're side by side, I, I mean, yeah, I can't, that'd be a tough one. Okay. Um, yeah, the I, first tie, no. I hope it happens. <laughs> no, that'd be terrible, now that I think about it, I actually don't want it to happen, because I really don't want to have to go through that, like, that'd be the worst. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be the worst feeling. Well, that's, that's how that we always talk about here, that we'd like a World Series of Cubs versus Sox, but actually, that <laughs> That would actually be terrible because no matter what the outcome, I would lose half my friends. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a great time though. Like going through that would be an epic experience. Absolutely. Are you still in Chicago? I am. I'm actually looking at Wrigley Field. It's like over my. Uh, I have. I overlook it in my backyard. Too. Okay. I didn't know once you left DePaul, you were still here. Went back to Michigan or whatever. No. Uh, yeah. I'm still Chicago. It's my city, man. It's so, a good spot. Uh, yeah, any a new places city. you've been eating at? Oh, eating here? I've been cooking. No, I got back into cooking. Okay. Yeah, go on my Instagram. Uh, I cook all the time. I, no, I'm a good cook. I'm what's a, your Instagram no, account so for our listeners? What's that? What's your Instagram account so we can follow you? Uh, Rick Carter 23. All right. Well, uh, nice. uh, what's, your, uh, what's your specialty? Man, I can make anything. I know. <laughs> I can. Like lasagna, I do a good, great lasagna. I got, oh, I got a wild mushroom risotto, and I do it with pork chops. That's really good. No, tell you go on my Instagram. I can give you. I, can, uh, I can't send you my recipes, but yeah, that looks great. Uh, wow, <laughs> five, five star restaurant, man. Hey, you, you ever you ever cook ribs? I, I can do ribs. Okay, let's talk about this real quick. How do you do your ribs? I'm oh. not. I'm not that good. <laughs> uh, I gotta boil them like first. To eat them. Yeah, boil them yeah. first. Uh, boil them boil no, first, first. Put them on the grill. But um, a bunch of my friends, yeah. I was asking because a bunch of my friends actually do a rib fest. And it's a it's a great time, and if you got some good ribs, you should you should enter them in. Oh, so you're asking for a friend? <laughs> you're asking for a friend? I'm in for sure. I'd love to enter my ribs. Nice, yeah. nice. Awesome. Uh, well, uh, thanks. You know, thanks for calling in, Coach. Uh, really appreciate your time. Um, yeah. Are you are you gonna be in Chicago over this summer too? I'll be here all summer, fellas. All right. We'll definitely catch a Cubs game this summer. All right. I know yes. we've been talking about this past. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it'll hey, be an I e- easy walk for you. Yeah. Easy walk from your backyard right <laughs> to the field. Absolutely. Hey, any, any words for your boy uh, Trevor Huffman? I work out with him like on uh, Thursday nights. Really? Yeah. Like, Man, uh, Trevor. Ooh, he's running like that kid? Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy story. I'm growing up, you know, you know when you're getting like an eighth grade, ninth grade, like you're getting up there and you're starting to understand like who's better than other people, like things like that in sports. And we were like in the seventh grade trying out now, yeah, seventh grade trying out for basketball. And this dude was killing people. Like he was phenomenal. And then he ended up, his dad transferred and moved up to like Traverse City. Yep. Ironically enough, my freshman year of college, he's playing in the state finals. And like I remember when we talked and we just caught up. But like we were friends all growing up from like third grade on moved to St. Elementary School. Great kid. Well, I guess a great man at this point. Yep. Ask him about his Burning Man experience. Burning Man. <laughs> All right. I'll ask him next Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> ask him how his Burning Man experience was. That's a good story. All right. I'll definitely ask him. Thanks, Coach. I'll talk to you. No, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It was a good time. All right. We'll hey, keep in nice. touch. Thanks, man. Too many bears. Bears. A lot of... Gucci, Quasi, and Digits. 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 All right, we're back. Um, it's part of like covering our Chicago sports. We're actually going to jump right into H of X Hot Topics and do all that. Hot Topics! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to come up with the song. There you go. That's our song right there. That's the song. All right. All right. It's the H of X Hot Topics. <laughs> Of the week. Of the week. <laughs> All right, we got it, Uh So, a quick one here. Uh, yeah. Derek Rose going to Minnesota. So, how about the Timberwolves and their prospects? I am not surprised like, by that. That I is mean, that is ridiculous. It's absurd. Sorry, Derek Rose, hang it up, dude. You're yeah, garbage. I, you know, I mean, I'm not, they're, they're, I'm not why, surprised why, why by don't that. they just do the full circle and just bring Joakim Noah back? That way, it will be Joakim, <laughs> D Rose, didn't Jimmy Butler, just, and Taj Gibson. Did someone just mention there's a rumor about that? That's ridiculous. Uh, don't yeah. don't forget about Omer Sheik. He's out there, right? We we bought Wait, him out. Oh, <laughs> bring him yeah. back to Minnesota. Uh, I didn't realize yeah. they bought him out. Oh, they did. Oh, wow. So what? Well, what uh, I could two? be wrong, but uh, maybe they should get what, him. What what is the over under before Derrick Rose contemplates quitting his career again? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I I I, f- I am not a fan of Derrick Rose, but I do kind of feel a little bad that he's he's just had such a fall from grace. Maybe going back to Tibbs might help. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You think like Jimmy Butler likes idea? No, Jimmy and no, him no. didn't get along. I know they the Bulls. But maybe, so, like, they, no, but maybe they, I'm surprised they brought yeah, him back. Maybe Butler's changing, like they can get along now. Butler's, like, Butler's getting into it with Carl Anthony Towns. He can't even get along with him. Yeah, he's definitely not. To Butler. Butler's a cancer. Butler became oh. a. Oh, 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 oh. Damn. 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 Wow, how how you just like he left will, Chicago and you were like <laughs> I will not throw Jimmy Butler. Out. I'm not gonna throw him under the bus either. I love, I love Jimmy Butler. I actually did like but, Jimmy Butler. But he, when he was on the Bulls, Liked. I love Jimmy Butler's. I like Jimmy Butler. But uh you know what? He he just seems to be having a hard time getting along with teammates recently. His ego is just shot up. His ego is ever I, I blame Mark Wahlberg and yeah. especially that bitch Dwayne Wade. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right. All right. Moving on. Hot topic number two. Uh, NBA tanking. Um, they come. They came down on the Bulls for not playing just uh, Justin Holiday and Robin and Lopez. Robin Lopez. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. You can't come agree. down on the Bulls for. I know that. Yeah. It's like tanking or whatever. But you can't come down on the Bulls for not playing Justin Holiday and Robin Lopez. That is it not was, tanking. If that's their First best all, players. No, no, that's no. their best players. No, no, no. Look at this. <laughs> they paid fucking Felicio $32 million or some stupid amount of money. Yeah. So they got to play him to see if he's any good. We got that little Dingleberry Cameron Payne still dangling around. <laughs> is he still on the team? He's still yeah. on the team, so they got to play he's him. Sucks. They're play, terrible. They're playing See, why Chris Dunn. They him? We, we traded fucking McDermott and Taj Gibson, and we got in return. The only one left from that trade it's is... Cameron Payne, yeah. who's not an NBA player. I've said it before. But either way, it's not like they're not playing Chris Dunn. They're playing Chris Dunn. They're playing Laurie Markkinen. They're playing Zach Levine. Yeah. They're playing yeah. everybody. They're just not playing the Lopez and fucking Justin Holiday. Yeah. I like both those guys. How do you, how do you feel Lopez? How do you feel Lopez thinks about this? Just not playing. I don't you, think so. I don't think he likes it. I don't think he wants to play. He wants to play. Yeah. Even Holiday, I'm sure he wants to play. Do you like, think, I feel bad. Do you like think the Bulls should try to trade them. Do you think they would make a difference? Like, why aren't they playing them? Like, they should are have, they, is Lopez giving us a W? 
Like, because that's the thing I'm curious about. Like, well, yeah, we're not playing. He's not giving us a W, but like, I think. So then you can't he's accuse us. Of, you can't no, no, accuse no, of us tanking. But he's giving us more of a chance of a W than like him being on the bench than Felicio is. Okay, because I'm just surprised. Like to me, it's it's. I I feel like Lopez isn't putting us over the top. So why are we benching him? Like you might as well play him if you're if you're, you know. Because because Lopez is old and we're not trying to move forward with them. Like I said, they paid Felicio a dumbass then should decision. We, should we have bought we, him out? We played Felicio Who? Lopez to get rid of him. I, no, no, I, you I don't buy his contract's done at the end of the season. You okay, don't buy someone that's else. That's true. That, they should have tried to trade him, honestly. Like, I feel bad for I think Robin they Lopez. They just didn't get any takers. What? Just, just give him away. Who cares? Like, I'm pretty sure. You I, got rid of Doug McDermott. I think you can get rid of Robin Lopez. Yeah. I mean, there's only two rounds, right? You can only offer a second-round pick. <laughs> there's nothing else Future you can Future considerations, like 2026. Yeah, yeah. Who gives yeah. a shit? Like, sure. Ask I think some Ro- money, I think Robin right? and, like, got the... <laughs> ask for, get, get ask some for money. 50 Honestly, like, Robin is a class act. Like, they should have gotten... I mean, they should have, like... Done him better. They should have tried. I know. I like. I agree with that. I like yeah. Robin, Robin Lopez, and I think they did him dirty by playing Felicio, who is just a, he sucks. <laughs> they they just suck. sucks. Hot topic number Hot three. Topic number three. The MLB <laughs> free agents, top free agents, still have not been signed. Arietta. Arietta's trash. Damn. Oh, fuck that guy. Man. Why do you hate him? Some strong feelings. Why do you hate him? I, I got off the air reasons to to dislike the guy. Okay. Good. Right. Arietta is a good ass pitcher. <laughs> You really? Can't. Then why is he not signed? Because he it, wants a lot of money. No, 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 no. It's not it's his fault. I think it's just a terrible, like, offseason for MLB. No, no, no. I, it's, you it's Darvish, you Darvish somehow it's found it. Agent. You Darvish yeah, found it. Yeah, but late, though. Late in the game. Like, he's, he's still got signed, correct? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to tell you something. You know who's garbage? <laughs> Here we go. Here the we go. The Toronto Blue Jays The dude doesn't even play for the Cubs anymore. The dude doesn't even play for the Cubs anymore. Yet you're still defending Who? <laughs> I, will, I will challenge you to a steak this dinner. The, this was Cubs even, wins versus Toronto wins. This wasn't even an attack at the Cubs. This was an attack no, at This a is an attack individual. on the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> Shots are fired Open at the season. city of Toronto. Lucy just wants to collect on steak dinners. I'm collecting steak dinners. I'm going to collect one from God. No I'll collect d- one from you. I'll like, tell you what else. I have no doubt I'm gonna take another that the shot. Cubs. I'm going to take another shot. I have no doubt the, the Toronto the Raptors aren't going to win the East. Okay. Oh, damn. Shot fired. Who's going to win the East? Dropping dimes. Dropping dimes. Yeah, either Boston Celtics or Cleveland Cavs. You're drunk. You're already drunk. I am not drunk. I am actually perfectly sober. (laughs) What team is the only team that's clinched an NBA playoff so far? Do you think that the Toronto Raptors are guaranteed to win the East? I'm asking you a question. What team's the only team that's clinched the East? The Raptors. Okay. And then I got a second question. No, I think that you think if the, LeBron, the Raptors if LeBron are, becomes are going to the championship in the playoffs. The Raptors I think are not they going had to the, We had this argument last time. This is the I think only they have a legitimate year chance. That maybe they have a chance. This is no. This is I agree from, with Quasi on this. No, it's Cleveland Golden State. No, it's right. not. No, 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 but oh I'm my so, God. no it's Cle- Cleveland might be a six seed. It doesn't at matter. At this point, it's Cleveland or Boston. No, I think this is the best year for Toronto. I agree with Quasi. Their best year. We talked about this like two episodes. No, we didn't talk about. We talked about the bar. Oh yeah, we talked about it. Before. This, yeah. in my opinion, this is probably their only window to get to the final. I agree with that, and I have yeah. no problem with that. This I, is the best a, window, the best right. window, and they're not making. It's a shitty window. But, you, you, no, I you tell I think you, they have a good, good chance. I don't think you have. You are obsessed with Uncle Drew. That's why you assume Boston's the best. And you are taking Kyle Lowry or Kyrie Irving? I will say. When the playoffs come, DeMar LeBron, DeRozan. Did Le- you see his dunk at the end of the game last <laughs> other day? DeMar, okay, DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan. We'll tell you some kind of right. bet here. DeMar DeRozan is raw, but. Yeah, let's ra- do a bet. I'll right. tell you this right now. The rest of the Raptors are garbage. Kyle Rowley's garbage. Fuzzy, are we putting Balloon, a bet on this? Valencius is okay, garbage. So, what, what, are, what are is, you, like, some, is there some kind of wager on this? All right, yeah. What do you want to do? Chase Beer. How about Rolling Rock Hands? <laughs> That's the worst. Who wants to drink fucking Rolling Rock? Like, you, have to, you have to drink them. Yeah, I hate Rolling Rock. Yeah, that's like an instant headache. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't even do that to poor Quasi. All right. Uh, no, I want a nice bottle of bourbon. Okay, right, I, I can do that. And I'll for, get you a case of Coors Light. <laughs> for for what? What's the bet that that the I'm going to say I'm taking the field. You're taking the field. I'm taking the field of the East, and you're taking the 
Raptors their championship. Yeah. They don't have to win that championship. They, they have just to have make to it. go. To make yeah. It. Yeah. All right, yeah, fine. I got that. All right. I, All got, right. I got no problem with that. All right. okay. official bets right here. Wow, I Let's like how we moved out from MLB free agency right into <laughs> the NBA. <laughs> All right, well, next hot topic. The NFL draft and and or trades coming up here. So Jarvis Landry um, signed his free agent tender. Yeah. Uh, there was rumors of Jordan Howard being shipped there for him. Um, I mean, Nucci liked that deal. I, I, I don't want to say it's the best deal in the world, but it's not. I think a lot of people in Chicago, I love Jordan Howard, but – I'm, I don't want to overvalue him either. I think he would be a, a, a quality trade prospect as well to possibly get someone else. I, I don't know. I don't know about Jarvis Landry, but there are other top free agents like Allen Robinson is out there. Uh, Sammy Watkins got, is, is out he there. Franchise tag? No, 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 Robinson's, no, 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 no Robinson's like out there, out there. Yeah. Oh, really? Then uh, yes. Then I would throw, I would throw money at Robinson, and then I would uh, maybe draft somebody in the second round. Uh, would be my. Uh, I think that's good. I'm worried that Allen Robinson's going to go to uh, Green Bay. I could just see that happening. Allen yeah. Robinson goes well, to fucking well, Aaron like, Rodgers. Uh, yeah, the bigger getting, like, Green Bay getting somebody good would just suck. But we'll see. I, I don't mind them getting rid of Howard because I feel like the one thing the Bears have been able to do is come up with successful running backs. Like, it feels like every year we have a good running back, and then the yeah. next year we have, like, another guy that's just as good where it's like, Maybe one's expendable. We definitely should not get rid of him for nothing, though. Yeah. Like the Bears. Yeah. The reason I like Howard is like he's a big dude. Cohen is like undersized, you know. Like yeah. I like the Howard's thunder and lightning kind of thing, you know. Yeah. 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 Howard can get the one. He can get the touchdown on the one yard line. Yeah. Right. Not like uh, not like Matt Forte. Yeah. Who's, who's who's going number one in the draft? By the way. Uh, well, Saquon Barkley. Well, everyone's saying that he is unbelievable, but people mm. aren't ranking running backs that high. So if he drops the Bears, do you take him and trade Howard? Back. No, no, I mean like, like I'm saying, like no. if Saquon dro- Barkley somehow dropped to number eight, you have to take. You him. have to We're take not him. up to get him. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree he's with a, that. He's a beast, though. I mean, he's a beast. If, if I was Cleveland, I'm taking him number one. They, they were saying he's the most surefire thing in the draft yeah. since, since Marshall Fall. Who do you want we'll for see. the Bears though in the draft? Uh, I want the receiver from, uh, Alabama. from, from Alabama. No, no, yes. no. I, I don't know. Dude, I heard like that thing's on him too. Dude, I don't know. I want a good this receiver. Guy's not, this guy's not gonna last. But Minka Fitzpatrick, if he's there at eight, they have to take him. If he's not there at eight, then the cornerback from Ohio, Denzel Ward, or the linebacker from Virginia Tech. I actually uh, heard uh, Iowa cornerback um, Josh Johnson. Josh, yeah, Josh, Josh Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Um, like, he, it's a little high at eight, but yeah. like if we trade down, you know, into the teens and mm-hmm. take him, I'd be fine with that. But uh, Ridley, if we traded down into like 14, 15, 16, then I'd be fine with that. But not at eight. No, nobody, nobody here, nobody wants to go after a wide receiver first pick, second round. So, so they have uh, who's the kid out of uh, who they have? And then one of the mock drafts had the Bears taking a receiver in the second round. I forget who it was, but the kid ran a, a four three four. So Speedster, who was projected to be in third round, and the combine came, and now he's projected in the second round, right? So I'd rather, I'd rather get the fast, I'd rather get the guy that can, a speedy receiver, right? Yeah. All right. So, so I don't know. I'm not sold on Calvin Ridley either, honestly. And and, yeah. and from what I hear, he's not like a, you know, this isn't Julio Jones. This isn't like a top exactly. number one guy. He's kind of, to me, he's like an anchor. I don't think he has a size like height yeah. and. Well, we need to do something though on the. Offense. I agree. So, yeah. right. that, that's why I think I mean, you get Allen Robinson. I mean, so then I mean, would you would you of, of the free agents being Allen Robinson, Jarvis Landry, Sammy Watkins, obviously Taylor Gabriel's out there, but I don't even need to mention him. Yeah. But uh, of those top of those guys, those are the top guys, right? Of receivers, yeah, yeah. who would you take of those three? I give Allen Robinson money, just because he's done it. I know he's coming off that he, torn he's ACL. He's had some injury. Yeah. Coming off that torn ACL, but uh, you know, like well, Watkins to me is too underachieved everywhere he's gone. Buffalo, I agree. Rams, yeah. I don't want him. I, I agree too. I don't like him, but I think he'll actually come the cheapest mm. and give him like some money just to try him out. You don't think someone's going to give him fifteen? Mil- I think some team's going to give him fifteen mil. But he'll be the cheapest of the three, I think, though, right? Or no? No, I think Robinson will be. Robinson, okay. Second. All right. Fair enough. What do you have next? Uh, and then now we got uh, Quasi's. Okay. Quasi's let's, got a question. Let's okay. take a quick break, and then I'll come back and ask the question. All right. Question. You're listening to Pass the Mic. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books. and With Nucci, Quasi, and Digits. Okay, we're back, and uh, this kind of relates to the hot topic, but... Uh, 
I don't know if all our listeners knew about it, but uh, J.R. Smith was recently uh, suspended a game in Cleveland <laughs> for uh, for what was later to found out uh, was throwing a tortilla soup at his coach. Oh, you got the soup down? I knew it was a soup. I didn't know it was tortilla. <laughs> it was tortilla soup. It was a crab bisque or something like that. Right, right. <laughs> Rumor was it was tortilla. tortilla. And, and I, I have to say of, uh, you know, uh, Soups, that's a that's a pretty hearty one. That might be a little messy. My question for you guys <laughs> is, and I was thinking about this, if you were in that situation, right, like you're a player playing for a team, your coach is whatever, hassling you, you get really annoyed, what food would you want to throw at them? I'm just, just, if, if I'm just, the player, and yeah, I'm you're, you're throwing, throw, you got a choice of anything. You I, got like a table. I will, I will answer that question, but first I got a question for you. Yes. Was the soup hot or cold? I assume it's got to be hot because I could assume soup is hot. hot right? Tortilla soup's got to be So you threw a hot soup at him? <laughs> that is bogus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's brutal. So Did I, they fight? That's, a me- that's an immediate fight. That's, a, that's I, an immediate punch, though. Yeah. That's yeah, the most disrespectful I, shit. I didn't hear anything about a fight. No, I, as far as I've heard, there, there was no fight, but, uh, you know. He's their own soup. So just just take a second. We can take a commercial break if you think you guys will need more time. No. I am just go curious. First thing off the top of your head. I'm just what are curious. You I have one in my head. And, what is it? And okay, for me, I would throw a tomahawk steak because every fucker would know I'm the richest motherfucker in oh, there. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> throw a tomahawk steak and someone someone be like, fuck, this guy's got money to burn. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious. Steak. I'm curious, digits, what would you throw? This is tough. Uh, maybe a spinach dip or something. I don't know. Something <laughs> messy. <dip. laughs> you something clean, something you messy. Yeah. Off, yeah, right? yeah. I'm going first thing came to my head. I'm going fruit. I'm going watermelon. <laughs> I'm going watermelon. I'm, I'm making someone hurt if I'm throwing something. Uh, Wait, cut or uncut? Are you throwing both. slices of watermelon? He's throwing the Dude, goddamn I'm watermelon. Throwing I'm throwing throwing I, I can't believe you said that because I was literally, first thing that came to what? my head was watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to throw a watermelon, for sure. Damn. It's big, it smashes all over you, you're red. <laughs> Bogus, dude. You just spit seeds <laughs> at But he after. said cut watermelon. No, 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 no. I said both. I'm doing like that. I'm doing like that. What was that weird guy that used to smash watermelon? I'm Gallagher in that motherfucker. Watermelons. All over the place. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, all right. Okay, cool, cool. Right. Uh, uh, well, let's just uh, wrap up with uh, onions and raisins awards. All right. Digits? Uh, I actually had two onions to give out. You know, like, I don't want to. I know we were only supposed to give out one, but I'll give out two. You can give out a pair. All right. Uh, the first one is to Loyola Men's College Basketball. First time making the. Absolutely. I said it'll be a tournament in a long oh, time. Oh, like first time? In, in a long time. In, in like 30 years. I think in like first 30 time years. in a long time. Like in 30 years. I think yeah. in 32 years. Like last time they made it, I think it was 85, if I'm not mistaken. Still the only team in Illinois to win a championship. So, uh, onions to them. The second up. onions I want to give it actually is to uh, Anthony Davis, man. I don't know if you guys have been watching. That dude is a a monster. Ever (laughs) since, like, DeMarcus Cousins has been out of the lineup, this dude has been, like, averaging. Every time I look at a box score, it's, like, 40 and 15, 40 and 20, or whatever it is. Like, he's just playing out of his mind. Like, I think he deserves, like, big-time on He's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My raisins actually goes to uh, uh, the athletic director at DePaul, (laughs) Jane Lente Poncetto. There was an article that came out today. She's asking. She's telling or their fans at DePaul to be patient, you know, like, I'm a DePaul fan, I went to DePaul for undergrad. I'm like, dude, I haven't seen a winning team in, like, 15 years. Like, the fuck? Since I'm not Marcus Hurd? Yeah, Mar- uh, no. Yeah, Marcus Hurd, <laughs> yeah, from, uh, from Springfield, Illinois. Yeah, that's, that's why Quasi knows How long it. you gotta wait? Yeah. Uh, I know, like, 15 years. I'm tired of waiting. Like, I'm tired of this patience bullshit, you know? Like, it's time for her to go. Like, not necessarily Dave Lado, but it's time for Ponsetta to go. She's missed on like three coaches, just completely whipped on it. Right. Like no one survives this, but somehow she's surviving it. So, time for her to fucking go. Nice. T- and on that note, I will give my. After you just said you wanted a woman fired, I am going to give my onions award <laughs> to. Thanks all for the throwing wi- me under the bus. All the women <laughs> of the world. It's International Women's yeah. Day. <laughs> I'm going to give all the onions to the internet. Give my onions to the ladies. Uh, for International Women's Day, this guy. I think that I still think she should be fired too. I don't know. But all all the ladies uh, get the onions on this day, especially the PTM listeners. PTM listeners, International Women's Day. Uh, the raisins I'm gonna give to uh, 
Sir Steve Francis. Uh, <laughs> if, if you guys remember Steve Francis from Steve back franchise. The franchise, man. Back in the day, he was a nasty NBA player. He was awesome. And it co- he fell off. Quasi yeah. hates him. Turns out that this dude, um, you know, before he used to like to sell crack. That's, that's, all, that's what he's saying. Like hey, selling, you got to do what you got to do, man. You got to do what you got to do. You're selling crack uh, before he got to the NBA. Then during the NBA, towards the end of his career, I, he said he was just drunk the whole time. So uh, believe it. That is, uh, he fell off, dude. He fell yeah, off hard. Yeah. What are the chances third, that he's third pick overall? Third pick, yeah. yeah. He was raw for a where, while. Where, where was he drafted? Quasi. He was drafted to Vancouver Grizzlies uh, that yeah. year. Quasi hates him. Apparently, he didn't want to be too far away from his mama. Is what he told the crowd of why he gave that disgusted look when they drafted him. <laughs> and they weren't buying his crack up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so I'm gonna go start with raisins first to uh, Adam Silver. Uh, all this a- NBA tanking shit that's going on here, he needs to shut up. Uh, yeah, let the teams run themselves, and uh, you know he he's got awful, awful. Sucks. Can I guess so. your uh, onions before you give it out? Sure. You let can. me guess. Is it cup related? No, it is not cup related. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't give it to Theo Epstein again. Yeah, and, <laughs> Epstein and Jed Hoyer. Don't forget. That. Yeah, there you go. Jed uh, Hoyer. It's a team. Right. It's a team. My onions are actually going to uh, my girlfriend. Uh, um, yeah. She did the hustle up the Hancock yep. uh, this past weekend, so uh, 90 plus floors nice. in uh, 50 minutes. So that's nice. something I can't do. Nice. But uh, nice. good job, congratulations! Yeah. Congratulations, Hobby. Yep. Nice, nice. Um, and then actually, I got uh, I got following in the tradition of digits. I went to two onions. Uh, first one is to. Uh, Peyton Manning, I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, he cut off Papa He sold Josh. all his franchises. Right Papa be- Josh? Yeah, right what? before it was announced. Damn, two, I didn't know before, that. Two days before it was announced. Two days before it was announced. Holy that dude shit. came out clean, man. He got the hell out of there. And That's, he made a ton of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good for him, yeah. man. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, trading. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds uh, like. Second, second Onions goes to, um, he's a... Uh, a uh, lineman for uh, Tennessee Titans, Ben Jones. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, no. They had a, uh, I think they're doing warm-ups or something, and uh, there was a coyote that walked onto the field. This fool got down on all fours, and Army crawled up to the coyote and tackled it to take it off the field. <laughs> and it was all on camera. It was all on camera. We'll see if we can find it on Twitter and show it to our uh, couple followers. That's awesome. And, uh... Raisins go to uh, go to Nucci, and this is why. Oh, damn. <laughs> this is damn, why. Damn. This is why. Throwing a That's fellow cold, teammate under the bus. This is why. Salt, I, salt Bay over here. <laughs> salt like Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I put, uh, you know, just uh, for our loyal listeners, uh, I uh, I spend a lot of time editing this stuff. You know, I don't do a good job. Come on, I I'll admit that. I say but, you do a great job. But I. Uh, I, uh, for our, for those who listen to our Olympic show, I made a new intro, included HVAC in the intro, and Nucci just shit on it. It was, like, it was like, this is fine for the Olympic show, but we need to go back to the old song for our regular show. Yeah, I stand by my story. I would, I would like to poll the listeners and see what they thought of the new intro. I listened to it the other day. I was like, oh, my God. this is. Hey, we hey. should do a Twitter poll. You were in 2018. That intro is in 3018. <laughs> yeah, where it belongs. Not here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks again for listening. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to episode 46 of Pass the Mic. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at PTM Chicago. And whenever you uh, message us, don't forget to hashtag Fuck Joe Buck. <laughs>